Oh, hi. Um. You ever heard that? Yeah. Um. You know that phrase? That old saying? Shunning someone you know or loved or shared space with because there was a misunderstanding caused by email or because they said something you don't want to face is one of the centerpieces of injustice. You know that phrase about that that I just made up? Well, I do, and um, I feel good about myself. I have been shunned, but I, I'm, I'm walking along, and, and I'm making it right, and I'm doing my part, and I'm claiming my stake, and I have a cat and I and I cleaned my apartment and I worked out today and I'm sitting in the creaky chair and I got something to say I got something important to say I'm picking up and um, I'm gonna keep living and um, I'm gonna I'm gonna flush the toilet I'm gonna I'm gonna have a good time with Kyle Clinton on the um, on the podcast and also the show I used to run, help run, co-curate with Drew Hallway and Jamal Rahal, Gay Shame Parade, which was at the secret group every other Monday for about two years. Well, guess what? It's back. It's got a new name, though. The name of the podcast, Community Shower. So I'll be ho-host, ho-ho-ho-hosting and Coco co-producing a podcast, no, a comedy show every other Tuesday at The Secret Group when that reopens. Next month, I'm going to be one of the producers of Community Community Shower at The Secret Group every other Tuesday. What a celebration. And, um, you know what? I've got a lot to be ashamed of, but uh, I'm not ashamed of being gay anymore. I'm just kind of weird. I'm gay, and gays don't even like me. Gay guys um, are bothered by, by my personality. Okay, I know. All right. I'm not cool. All right. All right. Oh, God. That look. Not sexy. I'm triggered. Oh... How could you treat me that way? I don't know. All that shit. All these shitty people who act like they're so delicate when they're fucking total, you know, abusive pieces of shit. You know? Like, oh, do fuck off. Um, I don't know. I just, uh, you know, I've, I'm tired of talking about uh, people who hide behind technology and talk shit about me on their Facebook page, but don't let me see it. I don't know. If you got something to say, if you listen to my podcast and you hate it, why don't you have a conversation with me? Because I'm only trying to, I don't know, work through conflict, not fucking escalate things. I just want to have a funny podcast. I don't want to have a beef with some shitty person from four years ago. Um, and okay, Dear Diary, uh, I got it out. Uh, yeah, here's a... Uh, Here's, here's, here's thoughts imagined from the point of view of another person. One, it was never going to happen. Two, this way. Three, out of kindness I tried to listen. Four, your feelings weren't shared by me. Five, sorry I was a little crass, but I never let people like you tell me to fee... Never mind. No, no, no. Five, sorry I was a little crass. Okay, I was a little crass. 
Okay, it's, it's you can... But I never let people like you tell me to say sorry. Six. I live my own life. I've told you many times. Seven. Your pain happened before we met. Eight. I absorbed some of it all too well. Nine. I will never feel sorry for you. Not out of kindness or anything. Not out of kindness. Not for any reason. Not out of anything you think you deserve. You don't deserve anything. Ten. I don't owe you a goddamn thing. That's, um... Okay, that's that's probably what somebody would say to me. Alright? And, and I get it. Alright? God damn it, I'm obnoxious and annoying and all over the place and stupid. I got a wild mind. I got a crazy fucking personality. I'm so funny. Oh, it's so funny to be manic depressive. <laughs> no, it's not. I'm, um... But I really do jokes... And I try to be honest, and I'm doing my fucking best at this podcast, even though it sucks. But, uh, I don't know. I had a good time with Kyle Clinton. We just talked about being stupid idiots who can't do anything right, but just keep going because we're here. And, um, if you like that, then, then, uh, and if you can accept me for being a stupid fucking moron who makes mistakes, and, um, he tries to right wrongs and undo, you know, mistakes i don't know maybe you'd like this maybe you wouldn't i don't know maybe listen to some better podcast but this is the one that's here this is the one that's on this one's called the healing club Clinton is here. He's uh, he's looking at his phone. He's putting his phone away. He's putting the headphones on. Leaning closer to the microphone. Hey, Bob. Kyle Clinton. Thanks he's for a, having me. He's a new newer comedian in the Houston comedy scene. Uh, We've uh, known each other, though. Uh, it's uh, not that we just years, met. Yeah. You were at the, uh, the, the riot. The riot. Mm-hmm. You, were, you were at the riot. You let me in. You, you, you went to the, the, hi everybody, welcome to the riot. Right, to the Wel- riot. Welcome to the riot. We're going to um, do some rambunctious comedy for you. I hope you're not scared. It's, uh, this is called the riot. <laughs> we have uh, a lot of excitement sometimes. So, you know, do you want to stay? No, this is called the healing. <laughs> Sorry, this is called the Healing Club. The the Healing Club. Kachoo. And um, Kyle Clinton's here. Um, I'm sorry I was weird. I'm sorry I'm always I'm always weird. I don't know I don't know what's wrong with me. I I wish I could change, but uh, here we are. That's my um that's my comedy catchphrase. That's my throwaway line every time. Here we are. And here we are. At the end of my joke. Uh, here we are. <laughs> well, thank you, Bob. Okay. I am very grateful. Okay. Um, How long have um, you been doing stand-ups? I started doing some stand-ups 
back in December, but I did a couple. December? Mm hmm. December. You gonna? I knew you'd bring up my, my accent. Me accent. My accent. The only accent. The only what accent? accent? What, what are you accent? talking about? I, I don't even know. That Appalachian accent, you know. Oh <laughs> well, so you, you, um, so you did stand up since September. Oh, oh no, oh, December, 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 but okay, that's, not that's that me. much. Yeah. I I haven't started. I, last week so, I did so the that, most open mics that I've done since I started. I've been seeing you attending open mics for a while. Yes, and I, you were you were good friends with Aaron Michaels. Yes, and um, and I we knew were on, I knew you a couple of years ago when mm-hmm. I was dating old Aaron. Oh, I didn't know you all were in a relationship. Yeah, really? Oh, I was only a couple months. I almost said relationship, but dating isn't dating always a relationship. Old yeah, oh, dating dating Aaron. Dating. Oh. But he lives so far away. I know, that, and I didn't have a car, and yeah. um, just, the Uber situation sucked, and I was uh, yeah, too poor to date him. <laughs> <laughs> he needs to move, is what he needs to do. Yeah. <laughs> he needs to move. So, no, um, and I've been very happy meeting people and in the community. It's, it's not like the improv community, but it's so you've been doing also, improv for few years now you, you since did. 2014 oh wow so a while mm-hmm. yeah good while yeah You've been in a lot of troops You're i've been in a lot of troops and graduated from the program and station uh-huh mm-hmm. you know been that. on house teams the ones mm-hmm. that have auditions and been rejected yeah plenty of times yep plenty moved up t- in the ranks i've moved up in the ranks uh-huh. a little bit but it yeah improv's a lot of fun i, I love yeah i find it to be uh it ch- it challenges your compassion for other people. Mm-hmm. So you really have to listen to people you don't want to talk to. Yes. God damn. Yes. I'm not so good at that. I am sometimes good at it, but sometimes not because I want to take things in my direction. Uh-huh. Does that make sense? Yeah. I just want to launch into a story from when I was in high school. And whatever they're doing is not Who important. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ugh. But it's a lot of it. A lot of it is agreeing, and so the audience knows when that doesn't work. Even though it might be funny to me, you mm-hmm. know, the audience is there to see a performance. And I just don't care if something's not funny. Well, I yes, I think just uh, waiting for something funny to happen by uh, living in standing in your own shit. I think it's called what is that? Yes, I, that's, it's called, I've not heard that, it, but yes, that's <laughs> you, I, I, I can. It's called the. Uh, Pissing on your own dick. Pissing on your know. own dick. <laughs> I don't know. Wading in the puddle. Yeah, just living there. Just living it. Just living never in it. Getting up. <laughs> never getting just up. Just shitting yourself on the bed and never getting up and just uh, what, you know, starving to death and dying. That's what. <laughs> yes, <Uh-oh>. yes. <laughs> Sometimes it works. Some, Sometimes it doesn't. Some audiences <laughs> like that. Some, some audiences, audiences you know, they, you know hey. like to watch a guy fuck up, you know, and <laughs> yeah. keep fucking up and never, never learn anything. Well, as long as he had some support, yeah, I mean, yeah. that's the important thing. Yeah. I mean, the audience wants to see everybody on the same page. Yeah. There, the thing that drove me nuts about improv, though, is uh, inevitably. There would be that one guy or that one lady. Are you talking about taking the dominant energy, or what? Do you mean not wanting to? Uh, play I can't along talk or, to you. I, yeah, 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 <laughs> I can't yeah. Talk yeah. to you off stage, on stage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't hate you. I just it's not. Yeah, 
interesting yeah. or we yeah. don't click don't click you don't give me anything i right? told a fellow improviser I, to shut up one time and that was awful of me to do shut up. i had turned around and they were hustling me to say a, a word and i couldn't think of one and I, it's all and i turned around and said shut up and i said her name and i was like well i shouldn't have said uh, during a show no 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 oh. no no it was a warm-up was, oh okay yeah. So wow, you lead a pretty rough life there, you know. You have, it sounds that's like a, you do have a dark side. I, I see. You told somebody to shut up once. <laughs> oh man, I'm gonna need you to leave now. Well, my mom was very big on things oh, like be quiet. You can use be quiet and yeah. to get the same thing across. And so, nope, mm. nope. My how would she say? Be quiet. She would say be quiet. Be quiet. Be quiet. And then she yeah say say their name or maybe yeah say it a little oh, bit. More. Oh. Do Southern people growl a lot? Or growl? No, we, be quiet. No, what? that's Jimmy Stewart energy. I don't know how to change the. <laughs> no, gargling. Our, well, our poverty. words kind of run together and what? rumble. And the you know you were talking. Mm-hmm. I heard on the last episode you talking about Europe. And when I went to Spain, the people there the kids we were hanging out with other teenagers said that we okay that's i'm the best salesman i'm the best salesman sold yeah, you owe me lots of money. <laughs> I heard eight. I heard eight multiple times. I don't know what that means, but. <laughs> I have trouble communicating clearly. I am a mumbler. I am a mumbler, too. And I was told by a voice coach to get my voice up here a little bit more. Oh, yeah? And talk up here. I, could, I bet you could go higher than that. I bet I could too. Ah, oh, it sounds terrible now. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh. that. Uh, I, I want to. I want to. I think I have five voices. Oh, I've good. got my southern guy voice. Mm-hmm. I got. Um, I don't know what this is. Uh, I got Brooklyn. Jimmy two times. Jimmy two times. Get the okay. papers. Get the yeah, papers. Get the. Uh, I got. Uh, I don't know. Judge. I have a few more voices. Well, I learned in a workshop one time in Austin that we all have at least three. Yeah. Yeah. We either speed it up Mm -hmm. or we slow it down. Slow it down, baby. Slow it down. That's my Matthew McConaughey. This is Matthew McConaughey. Isn't this a good impression of him? Uh, oh, yeah. All right, all right. Oh, oh my God. I believe uh, the eyes a little bit more like My eye. face is uh, melting. <laughs> <laughs> Matthew McConaughey. He might be our governor. Oh, no. He might be. The polling is out. Is he a Republican? Or is I he think a he's centrist? a Democrat. I a, think he's a, There you he's go. A, it's no longer. It's I know what you mean. He's a Democrat. Yep. You're one of them Democrats. Mm. Well, yeah, I, I've, I've read him describe himself more as a centrist than mm. anything. Is that Blue Dog? Which, are those Blue Dog Democrats? Yeah, those are like uh, racist Democrats. <laughs> grew up up with racist parents and kind of have these like biases embedded in them i mean 
They're, Those it's are fun, guys. Yeah. I don't know. Good old boy. <laughs> Come on down with the good old boy. Good old Bob. I'm a racist. Come join me. Join the party. <laughs> oh, yeah, gosh. Yeah. I don't. Uh, there. I, I don't. Uh, um. I'm I'm trying to work on my political humor. Oh, yeah, it's yeah, hard. I've been I've been doing my political <laughs> humor. Oh, what's well, that? lately. Oh, I've been um, <laughs> really speaking to people about uh, definitely got the voice for issues it. that matter and Owen Wilson and I don't know. That is almost an Owen Wilson. I, God, I can never nail it though. Tim Hiddleston did a uh, an Owen Wilson impression when he was on a British show. I forget Graham Norton maybe is, might be uh-huh. the guy's name and Robert De Niro. He was going to do Robert De Niro. Yeah, and, and it uh, came out as Owen Wilson. No, 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 no. Uh, he was telling a story, and to me? It, it's like he well, did. Well, how yeah. would you do that? You talking to me? We, we kind of had you the mouth. Ma- That's Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> you talking to me? <laughs> oh gosh. Um, no, it was pretty good. He did a pretty good Owen Wilson. It was. I tried to imitate it afterwards, and I could. I probably couldn't yeah. imitate it right now. You just gotta slip into it. Exactly. That's right. Yeah. As it's you know, it's like almost like. A, if you have earphones or something like that, like I think that's a way in, maybe. Yeah, a way into impressions. A way into impressions. Yeah. Like I would have to listen. Got, to it's got to look effortless, like you're not slipping into it, in order for it to be an effective stage impression. You can't just like. <coughs> Jerry Seinfeld. Like yeah, I don't know what the. Uh, who's a good God? Um, I can't do impressions very well. Except through singing. Sometimes I can mm. sing exactly like Nick Cave. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. From Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds. Or, I know. Or yeah. Johnny Cash. Or um, I can sing exactly like Pavarotti. Ah, well. Or, um, I don't know, Celine Dion or <laughs> John Mayer. I've got, when it comes to singing, I can do anything. That's right. Yeah. I can do, I can be any man or woman. And I, and I own the stage completely. I don't know why I'm not famous as a singer. I think I would be more famous as a singer than as a comedian. I've been fucking up my life by mm. going for the wrong thing. <laughs> I, I there, we have a Russian locksmith that calls me Buddy. 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 Yeah. Yeah. And 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 I've wondered how to slip into that or into yeah. some sort of mm. Russian character because I'm not real good with the foreign. Uh huh. You know, I really just. Don't I always feel my, like I'm gonna start being a. a parody and insult somebody and like yeah you, you start doing the foreign then you start doing the indian voice oh no and then you start doing and then skin like, color matters oh co- don't yeah do. don't so you can do um like white guy white foreign white, white foreigns like white german okay. russian i think even italian these days is starting to cross i mean just yeah. because they've taken so much it's weird my friend who was doing improv in boston said that people are, are not hesitant at all to slip into Italian stereotypes and things like that. Yeah. Not that there's this group of like 10 Italian people all speaking Italian at the restaurant I work at tonight. Oh. They're all sitting outside having the loudest conversation. Everybody talking at the same time, a million miles an hour going like nobody having fun, all just oh. yelling at each other, a whole table full of people, but like didn't seem like they it just I just was like, how long before anyone smiles? And oh. nobody smiled all night. It's all serious. But they were all – and it wasn't like they were angry, though. It mm. was just they were animated, so animated, mm-hmm. just not 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 having fun, though. I, I don't know what it's like. Interesting. To be uh, 
and nobody else so around animated. Him. Yeah, that nobody else was having. Yeah. No, nobody else was having yeah. fun. I guess that's like political conversations here. I could see like, you know, what I was thinking about today was uh, how Bill O'Reilly named his book, what is it, a bold fresh piece of humanity? I don't know. A bold but, um, fresh slice of humanity. Okay. One bold little boy, human being, one fresh hot piece of. Little boy humanity. I'm Bill O'Reilly. That's my autobiography. What the fuck did he call it? I think it was like, it was it was something stupid like that. I mean, a bold, fresh piece of human. I don't know. Trash. Uh, I I hate Bill O'Reilly. By the way, I hate Bill O'Reilly. I wish. Um, I don't know. I, I actually, I I just hate him because of the. I don't know. I hate everything he stands for. But uh, I I don't know what your feelings are. On Bill O'Reilly, I mean, yeah. I think we saw whenever he was younger about, you know, whenever he was yelling at the person on set. Oh, yeah. Um, and <laughs> the fuck it, we'll of, do it live. Yeah. That, yeah, whatever, that, that yeah. yeah, we'll do it live. We'll exactly. Do it, fuck it. Let's yeah. do it live. <laughs> yeah. That, that I mean, from Current Affair or, or Inside Edition. That I was when he was on Inside Edition. He was like a celebrity news gossip man who suddenly just got tired of catering to these trash people. Below me. Yeah, I'm going to speak my mind and get paid more to, you know, speak so. speak the Fox News truth. But uh, I've never watched this show once. Their version of it. I've never watched Bill O'Reilly once. Have the you? O'Reilly Factor? I think I, whenever I was younger, I listened to Sean Hannity a lot more How on the radio. How could you do that to yourself? I listened to Sean Hannity, G. Gordon Liddy. Who passed away? I think yeah, recently. he was the um, Watergate uh, mm. guy who went to jail for a long time. For mm. yeah, and yeah, he had a real good radio voice, and oh, he yeah. was persuasive. Oh I, yeah, hey, I was I was deep on the right there oh, for a yeah? long time. Yeah, oh, yeah, I was deep on the right side. Wow, which is the wrong side. Well, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, I, I guess I I wouldn't, I shouldn't. Yeah, I know what you mean. Although it is a fascist party, so. It's like after Trump, it's like they're they're not just Republicans, they're fascists. And um, I I think like if there were a moderate right wing, I could handle that. But I can't I can't believe that I'd say 90 percent of people are good people and a good, like most of the Republicans who voted for Trump, for example, are probably good to their families and their dogs and their you know they're they're nice people to work with and you you would ha sit down and have an ordinary conversation with them and you could manage to you know cooperate with them and get by and and if if you knew them it, it, you, know, you wouldn't hate them so much but uh dividing people and making you hate people is like i really don't want to divide and hate people but uh, but i do hate fascists I hate yeah. Yes, and I learned a lot about fascism off this documentary, PBS documentary, the uh, uh, the, uh, the, 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 the the Dictator's Playbook, and it was Benito Mussolini's episode. Oh, yeah. he is the godfather of fascism, and I mean the way in which they just swept through Italy and mm -hmm. didn't have to pass anything. I mean their their perspective was democracy is boring. And we will get things done. Now, the Trump administration doesn't come out and say those things, and the Republican Party yeah. doesn't do that. But I think there are. But they were trying to do stuff like change history books so that slavery didn't look like it was so bad. Oh, yeah. oh well, <laughs> and, you yeah. know, like they're trying to. 
They're trying well, to act like, you know, you can't love America and not love them. Like the two are mutually exclusive. Yeah. Like you, you have to love Trump in order to be a real American. Yeah. Is that's, that's the thing that really bugs me. That's like, and and his followers all think that, you know, a a liberal's life is worth less than a Trump supporter's life. Yeah. Well, and yeah. And and they're more patriotic. Yeah. And they're more important and deserve to, have more privilege and everything else. I mean, it's it's interesting how that it, that switch. Like to me, paying more taxes is more patriotic. Uh-huh. Like that's giving to our country. Yeah. Um, and they are. I don't want to say against taxes, but there are aspects of the Republican Party. I think that don't that well. The services we don't do get are are kind of tax in and of itself. Like. The, the money that we have to pay to have health insurance or health care mm-hmm. is a tax, mm-hmm. if you really think about it. Yeah, I'm speaking more on the income tax. Yeah, but income tax, they, there, there are, there there are, are services p- that are provided for mm-hmm. every other industrialized nation's citizens mm-hmm. that we don't get because we have lower taxes. Yeah. And, and a bigger military. Yeah. I mean, that's a huge thing. I mean, my friend likes to say that if Denmark – or Sweden or, or those countries, if they would, if we wouldn't have had the Marshall Plan and been able to defend them, if the Russians would have invaded, that they might not be as have been success like as successful today as they, you know, we wouldn't know how successful their model is. Is I guess yeah. what is was my perspective. His is a little different, but I don't think he's as on board with social. Yeah, I don't think anything's ever been really successful. I think people really? have just uh, called it a win. Yeah, I think that's the that's what's always happened in history is like it's never quite worked. Capitalism or communism yeah. or any kind of ism. Uh, nationalism. I mean, I think that's yeah. what's going on in Denmark right now with they're sending Syrian refugees back. Oh, yeah. I don't know anything about that. Okay. I don't know much about anything in the world anymore. Um, well, <laughs> I'm I'm, uh, I'm I'm checked out. I thought I read William Faulkner. That's I was reading William Faulkner today. <laughs> That's good. I need to zone out more and not pay attention like, to as much um, that's going on. I'd like to. Uh, I, I've, yeah, I've been reading a book. Yeah. Slowly. What you been reading? It's called The Social Animal. It's a, it's by David Brooks. I he's, I know who David Brooks is. Mm-hmm. He's, he's a, a right-ring mm-hmm. New York Times columnist. Mm-hmm. You know, he was like the moderate right. He's a moderate right. And, um, and I bought it a long time ago, and there's a cartoon that goes with it that always – caught my interest and it was just a book that sat on the shelf for a long time and i just want to i i actually have a story about david brooks oh wow you want to hear it i would love to hear it okay i worked at this restaurant called radical eats and um it was a vegan restaurant at first but then they started making she moved it to a bigger space and uh in order to recoup the expenses from the higher rent etc she bent and, and and started making like non-vegan food and then the best-selling food became like the non-vegan food and then it was no longer really a vegan restaurant but it there was interesting there were interesting vegan choices always but uh you know the the restaurant kind of went under but while it was around it was a good thing i i, I liked her food and her cooking I'm, i've been friends with the the woman who's the entrepreneur behind the restaurant i, I knew her for like 10 years before she opened the restaurant and, um anyway i worked there and um, it was, I think, my first 
table service job really i had worked at an olive garden for a couple months a couple months but uh and that was hell that was like basic training for waiting tables i was working at olive garden yeah that was the worst place to ever wait tables you get small sections and every table is super demanding and you have to keep refilling salads and soups and breadsticks and unlimited iced teas mm. and they're running you around all the like time. they own you and then they tip you nothing <laughs> well they have the so the electronic where the electronic uh yeah uh whatever you have them at the table the oh, pay were they yeah. whenever you were there oh not when i was there okay but, yeah, you, um, you had to go the old-fashioned way i guess yeah it was just and I, I i didn't know how to manage time or uh present myself as if i really wasn't stressed out mm-hmm. but it was always stressful working there. and i was yeah. going through you know a terrible time in my relationship and it was just you know i was desperate for money and i wasn't making any i just graduated from college and then i went on to work waiting tables at a fucking olive garden as soon as i had spent 10 years getting a degree that i've never used for anything and uh anyway i was disappointed working in an olive garden sad weeping all day because i was breaking up with greg you know just uh having having troubles and uh then i started working at this radical eats place and it was a much nicer place to work it was just more relaxed and i could just you know i made a little more money and it was not as formal and there wasn't somebody do you want to hear what it was like when i would walk into the kitchen yes and i don't know is it late no oh god it's 12 30 i can't be as loud as i want to be oh because i would do it on stage damn it this is something i can't do because it's 12 30 at night but she would always be in the she would always be in the kitchen the the woman who was the kitchen manager Mm. like i every time i'd walk in the kitchen i'd hear her go i need a runner it was like that every time i (laughs) sorry i have neighbors but um (laughs) so it was just traumatic working there worse than being in iraq worse than being in the iraq war (laughs) um, i hated working at olive garden like huge yeah, no. explosions left and right <laughs> from the pit of their lungs <laughs> from the pit of their loins oh, lungs or oh. and loins oh, <laughs> and <yeah>. their loins <laughs> yeah yeah what what accent would that be head loins <laughs> if you read the head loins head loins yeah read, that's like baltimore or something <laughs> <laughs> well i'll read the head loins mainly <laughs> and i'll read the headlines oh okay. yeah yeah um sorry i i hope my crazy neighbor didn't wake up over that mm. <laughs> but, um, yeah it would be interesting to <laughs> say uh oh like he's the crazy one um the uh <laughs> <laughs> like, trying to sleep up there what yeah, is he thinking okay. yeah it's a saturday night <laughs> saturday night it's a saturday night anyway um we podcasting yeah we the, are uh, podcasting. thing is i was working at this mm. radical eats place yeah and uh i was i was a little happier working there and and i saw david brooks eating i was i served david brooks he came in to eat there wow and i knew that david brooks was uh the he said she said uh weekly columnist Mm. who's like the right wing versus left wing gail collins used to be i'm not i'm not right wing i don't agree with david brooks (laughs) 
okay, you heard his opinion. Here's mine. <laughs> and um, I happened to be reading um, a Gail Collins book at the time. Mm. As, uh, it was about, like, As Texas Goes was the name of the book. Okay. It was about, like, how the world, the, the, the nation follows the lead of Texas mm-hmm. when it comes to politics or, you know, style of government. And problems with Texas become problems with the whole rest of the United States. Okay. Because of the, you know... Texas School Board, et cetera, all sorts of institutions and all sorts of uh, Texas is a model for the country and a particularly bad model in a lot of ways. Yeah. But, um, Molly Ivan says if there's a bad idea to try, Texas has tried it or yeah. something like that. So I had that book on me at the time. And so then when I was when I was like, uh, I, I went up to him and I was like, excuse me, Mr. Brooks, I recognize you from TV. Can you sign my book? And then I I, I handed him Gail Collins' book to be like, <laughs> I don't agree with you about anything. <laughs> and then he refused to sign it. Did he really? And he tipped me 15%. Oh. Fuck him. Wow. Fuck. <laughs> he's cheap and he's stingy with his signature. <laughs> Okay, um, intermission, reading, reading, readings from the book of Bob. Oh, cat, get out of me, get off of me, get off of me, cat. Okay. Army Diaries from 2002. Sergeant, well, this is a fake name. Sergeant Pee Wee Herman wants me to paint my room. Replace all the ceiling tiles, dry clean my Class A uniform, and disassemble, scrub down, organize, lay out all of my TA-50 gear on my perfect barracks bunk. Everything needs to be perfect. TA-50 gear. That's your rucksack, Kevlar helmet, canteens, pistol belt, Alice pack, flak vest, boots. All the stuff an infantryman has to carry around all day on marches. So far, I've procrastinated. I've got one more day to do everything. I have a lot of stuff I have to do before tomorrow. I don't have any paintbrushes, money, or energy. I don't fucking feel like it. Everyone else gets to enjoy the weekend. Today, as I was driving around listening to Sinead O'Connor on my way to the Advance Payday Cash Advance place, I stopped for a hitchhiker and drove him to Hopkinsville, Kentucky's VA Center. He gave me $20. We listened to the Rolling Stones. He didn't like Sinead O'Connor. I didn't give him the chance to have an opinion. He heard Rolling Stones from the minute he stepped into the car. I made sure of that. I listened to gay music alone in my car. When other people ride in my car, I put on manly music. Our conversation was not great. He was a Vietnam recon infantry soldier who toured in 67, 68. I don't know. He mumbled something. He's a huge man with rotten teeth, a suitcase on wheels, and gray hair. I didn't get a really good look at him. He was on his way to Michigan. He said his name was Dwayne. I didn't have to go to the cash advance place because he gave me 20 bucks for driving him around. 20 bucks. I got 20 bucks. That's all I needed. 20 bucks. I was supposed to st- I, uh, I was supposed to go home and start cleaning. But instead, I watched an officer and a gentleman at the army's recreation center. I watched a movie by myself in a cubicle. It was my weekend. It was my day off. I watched An Officer and a Gentleman. And then I watched Heartbreak Ridge. 
starring Clint Eastwood as a 60-something-year-old platoon sergeant who leads a team full of 80s army rascals out to war in Panama. Like, it's funny or something? Granada or something? They save American students and kill South American terrorists, and it's supposed to be a comedy, I think? I'm fascinated by terrible military movies from the 80s. Two weeks prior... Almost everyone around here treats me like a special needs case. I'm catatonic, unresponsive, quiet, hardworking, careless, unengaged. My superiors don't expect me to re-enlist or accept any of this life in my heart anymore. They use me as a body and a number. Number. They, I'm a body and a number to be counted. They call me stoner and talk about how I must have been tampered with as a child. I don't let it get to me. I keep my emotional distance, because that's the only free choice I'm allowed to make. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Not that that makes any sense. I'm so exhausted all the time. Today, our division general, General Cody, General Cody, stepped down and retired, so we had to participate in this division-wide change-of-command ceremony. Our battalion drew weapons out of the armory, marched and formed in ranks and files joined the 50 or so other battalions on the division parade field and listened to that Toby Keith song, courtesy of the red, white, and blue. Yeah, Uncle Sam fucks it up. The Statue of Liberty rings her goddamn fucking bell. We'll shove a boot in your ass. It's the American way. Hey, Uncle Sam, but your name at the top of his list. And then the Statue of Liberty was out of regular fist. True love flies. I don't know. Over and over again, we heard that fucking song 15 times for as long as it took for thousands of people to completely finish marching in ranks and lining up on the field in symmetrical rows. We must have heard that song. Oh, 17 times? I don't know. I was one of the thousands of people who listened to the departing general congratulate everyone in advance. Congratulations. Congratulations in advance for winning this war. He thanked us for our hard work and devotion, and he said some speech. The ceremony took about five hours. We had to stand with our rifles slung over our shoulders and our faces, bodies, motionless and still, standing, stand, stand, stand. I got no sleep the night before, and then I'm just standing, catatonic, half-dead. We kept our bodies suspended on our feet in a state of alert stillness it was such a dream it was only a dream everyone had a rifle with a bayonet blade attached to the top of his rifle thousands upon thousands of men with sharp knives and rifles a sea of identical people in the heat of mid-morning all living identical lives in the same language calling each other dick bird shit bag pt stud sham master saying stuff like tighten it up Dress right, dress. Hey, go break for chow. All that shit people say in the army. The guy in front of me is short, and it's hot in the field in the middle of the day. I'm falling asleep on my feet, but worried that if I do fall asleep, I'll collapse on top of a bayonet. I've almost fallen off of my feet several times. I know what it's like to almost go to sleep while standing. I wish the new general would stop talking like a can of syrup. A few weeks ago, I took leave and traveled to visit some of my high school friends in New Orleans. All of my best friends from Chicago moved to New Orleans to go to college. 
I joined the army and visited New Orleans every now and then, whenever I had leave. I came back from leave and told everyone at Fort Campbell that I'd accidentally had sex with a woman in her late 50s, early 60s, somewhere around there. That was a lie that I thought would be funny. I don't see the humor anymore. It was funny in my head until I said it out loud and everyone believed me. The real story is this. I was out at a bar in New Orleans with a bunch of my friends from high school when I passed out on the stairs next to the men's room. I woke up and there was this older lady seated across from me at some table. We started talking and I told her I was in the army. She kissed my forehead and walked away. It was a sweet gesture. I did not have sex with her or kiss her on the boobies or the mouth or any of the other words. I've hardly ever even touched anyone of any gender. <sighs> what a weird way to prove that I'm not gay to the other soldiers. I guess none of them were surprised when I turned out to be so gay. All right. Well, that's the intermission. <laughs> I guess what I did was rude. <laughs> I don't care. I don't <laughs> no, it you was really worth wanted it. the signature. Yeah, it's yeah a, I just thought it was funny. To, it's okay. Here's your enemy. Can mm -hmm. you sign her book? Yes. Uh, yeah. but, um, and this memory. Yeah, but now you're reading The Social Animal. Mm, mm, yeah, mm. and it's, uh, you know, I'm slowly wading through it. Um, sure. it. It's a lot about development. I mean, he's and, a good writer. Like, he is a good writer. Yeah. Well, it, it, so it's fictional, but I mean, it's sort of a self-help. Wait, that's a fucking novel? No, it's not oh, really a novel. What? No, it's, it's no, fictional. No, no. Yeah, it's, oh. but it's a fictional family that like. Oh, he made up like, like a man and a woman. Yeah, he made that other book, and Bobos in Paradise, that oh. was sort of the same sort of thing. Where okay. here's what people of this time and yeah. Well, one thing I took away from the YouTube uh, cartoon that really caught my attention about the book was the way in which he encourages parents to explain to their kids times when whatever they're going through they went through the same thing yeah and relate and find comfort rather than just discipline and just say you should do this yeah because or whatever. i always think it's better to know why you need to do something mm -hmm. no matter how you know hierarchical the you know, power structure is mm -hmm. i think the authoritarian doesn't work as well as authoritative Yes, <laughs> I know that from the army. Mm. I would, I had authoritarian leaders and authoritative leaders that I listened to because I liked them, or at least we were all in it together. And mm. they're like, "We're just, I'm just trying to keep you alive, mm. and I don't want to make you do any work that you don't have to do or that you don't want to do." Mm. Uh, but like these authoritarian people are like, you know, "Fuck you! I'm gonna keep you here all night. I'm gonna keep you here. You better fucking." Paint that concrete. <laughs> Better rub those tires. I don't know. Better fucking kick those rocks. Fucking yeah. You know. I don't know. Like the, the delight that truly mean people have in wasting your time mm. is um, it's something I'm super familiar with. And I don't know. I'm not familiar with it in the way you are. But I was a pledge at a oh, fraternity yeah? at the University of Alabama, and of course that's nothing like the military. But there are a lot of pricks. Oh, there sure. were a lot of pricks, especially in Alabama. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. oh. I mean, I, I didn't. We didn't get beat. I only got beat up once. Oh, okay. Um, but 
I haven't been beaten up by anybody but my brother since I okay. was a teenager. I don't yeah. think I don't think I've ever been in a. But I've won a lot of fights. Ooh, <laughs> I've heard about one with you recently <laughs> at Darwin's, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I heard that you took, <laughs> took control of the no. situation. Uh, <laughs> yeah, describe that on the podcast with Brian Chandran. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't want to just keep, but yeah, that was that was fun. Yeah. I, um. No, I, I don't oh. get in a lot of fights. No, <laughs> I'm not a fighter, really. I tried to break up a fight, probably, and just wasn't as good at it as you. Oh, and yeah. I have a scar on my, if you can see it, it's in between, I think it's right here. That's above your uh, nose, the bridge of your nose. Yeah, and, and, and above uh, the eyebrow. eyebrows, yeah. Mm-hmm. You can you see have a little scar? White, yeah, it's a little lighter spot. I can't tell, but I think I'm falling in love oh. by staring into your eyes. Oh. <laughs> and you got those blue eyes, Bob. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> But you're straight. Oh, dang. <laughs> you're straight. <laughs> Sucks. Well, it's it, fine. Yeah. You're cute. You're cool. Yeah. People can be straight. Hey. I guess. I don't know. I don't like it anymore. Hey, it's as is the case. I don't understand how people don't realize it. I think in a lot of ways we're, we're born certain ways. Like there's certain things that um, are, are instinctive. I think at an early age I liked girls. Mm-hmm. But what's interesting for me is that I tend to get along a lot better with men. Yeah. And for whatever reason, like, if you see me in a place that's got a lot of people, I'd say most of the time I'm going to be talking to the guys rather than trying to hit on the girls. And I don't know what that means or oh. why. But, um, I don't, I don't think you, you have that, um, like, I'm not like you, you don't alpha. look like somebody who's going out to score chicks. Yeah, I'm going to watch comedy. <laughs> I'm going to go to the strip club and score some chicks. <laughs> I'm going to get some chicks tonight. Here I come, ladies. Get ready. <laughs> get ready for this. <laughs> I got a lot to say. Gentlemen, are you ready to listen? Mr. <laughs> <laughs> <to> B. Hill. <laughs> oh. I'm um, so. But I, I, but I've had uh, to put it out in the podcast. I've had some homosexual experiences. Oh no! Mm. <laughs> yeah, funny. yeah. I think of being gay. Like I think of being left-handed. I don't think mm. it's. Uh, it's. I'm left-handed. I'm mm-hmm. gay. But I, I'm more. I guess I could be with a woman. I've had some mm-hmm. heterosexual experiences. Mm-hmm. Yuck. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I guess it's well, and and I kind of. I shouldn't say. Uh, with me, I was under the influence oh, yeah. of stimulants, to oh, be specific. Okay. Did somebody give them to you? Well, no, I gave How them to myself because oh, I was a drug addict oh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> on stimulants. I mean, that's I yeah. was addicted to Adderall and oh, had wow. to get therapy for. Is that to go to school? You're doing too much Adderall. I went back to school in my late twenties. Yeah, what'd you go to school for? Uh, accountancy to try oh, and okay. get a CPA. Uh-huh. And, uh, but I graduated from UK in a, with a degree in communication. It's just I was working for five, six years. Did you finish the, uh, the accountancy degree? I did not. Ugh. I know. But you got a job now. Uh, yeah. Okay. yeah. So Property management. Yeah, but some of my job is getting outsourced. Oh, yeah? So, so you're vulnerable. I'm vulnerable. Oh, no. Do you have insurance? I do have insurance with the company. Oh, okay. But, you know. Is the company vulnerable? Uh you know, it's mm. the retail real estate industry, though. So we're trying to find ways to pivot and do other things. Like our company has been um, 
getting into the entertainment center, like the trampoline parks and things like that with go-karts and stuff, uh-huh. the experience. People still do thing. that, huh? Yeah, because a lot of, yeah, they do that in, you know, uh, small towns. It's not the 80s. Mm. I guess it's reached the small towns. I guess it, that would be fun to be in a, to live in a small town and to, you know, it's a destination. Yeah. But do people do that like, like five times a month? Go to the trampoline place? Like, yeah. oh, I'm bored with it now. I know. I'm doing I this know. every, every month for five years. <laughs> <laughs> always the same <laughs> jump <laughs> well, they seem expensive I, i've never yeah. been to one here thirty dollars every time i get in well, thirty dollars at the door Gah. can't stop <laughs> i'm addicted <laughs> i'm addicted <laughs> it can be addicting that's to how rush. they get you i gotta bring my whole family you. climb that wall yeah Do the rock wall line. yeah there's mm. the uh, uh, american gladiator uh uh, yeah, I a guess joust? that stuff has to be somewhere. Like, those American Gladiator contests—they have to take place somewhere. People have to train for them somewhere. Yeah, they do the—I uh, don't know. I think they juiced for, or some of them, the the gladiators juiced a little yeah. bit back in the day. I don't know what. I know yeah. they did a reboot. I don't know if it's still on. But a place like that has got to be as rare as a fucking like blockbuster video or something. A place where you go to train to be a uh, American Gladiator or whatever they call the show now. Or the, Walking on those. The American Ninja Warrior? Yeah. That's yeah. another one. <laughs> like the where, uh, the gym where you, yeah, I guess all it takes is a warehouse. Yeah. There's warehouses everywhere. Yeah. 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 And then they put up the equipment and CrossFit. I mean, it's yeah. amazing what people can do just, I mean, on their own, probably yeah. with some steroids. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they really, I mean, you ever, you ever do doing a thousand a, push-ups a day? I, I could only do yeah I could do that yeah oh, wow. I'm I'm pretty good Didn't at that yeah yeah. I'm, yeah I mean I used to do that every day yeah, yeah. for for a long time mm, I know yeah, yeah I was uh, I do at least a thousand pushups in the morning oh, that's and then I do you know um, then I go run back and forth in my uh, across, across the halls <laughs> when I was in college <laughs> and, uh, no I but know. I don't know gyms gyms are back open. Yeah, well, they've been open here, I guess, but well, everywhere. Oh, I guess the places where you train for that stuff, those are called gyms. I gyms. guess those are everywhere. Yeah, yeah, they're not. You can do weights. Yeah, yeah, you can you do know. anything you want in it's a gym. Still, yeah, but, uh, but still, there's some. I don't know, some agility th- that's required in some of those competitions. Yeah, I remember the what was the big one at the end, or not the execution. The obstacle right? course. The obstacle course. You yeah. have to like the uh, eliminator. Yeah. Or no, maybe that was like the last part. I don't know. Yeah, but that's where you. Um, I don't know. You you climb with your hands uh, and the bicycle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's got to be hard. I think that's a lot harder than I realized. The bicycle thing, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it would get I can't stuck. imagine doing that. Oh, and no. then they just fall off. Some of them would just yeah. drop. <laughs> then they'd lose a few seconds or so. I can't remember. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff I can't do physically. I don't know. I can do some or mentally. Yeah. I think I'm uh, like, oh, spent. I know. Yeah. I couldn't be a doctor. I'm, oh, I'm sorry. I'm not running back to law school. For it. Brains. Um, <laughs> yeah. Mm. I I I I can't accept my limitations. I to uh, aging. Mm. Not smart. I'm not athletic. Mm. I have uh, no reason to do stand up yeah. other than that I just like doing it. I um I don't know I'm kind of an artist but I don't know if I'm very good I just keep doing it I have um, I have a cat and I and, all right I work at a restaurant all right well what are you gonna kill me what are you, what are you gonna stop me nope. <laughs> I can do what I want 
I want I'm you a to free do man. That's right. I do what I want, even though I'm dumb. <laughs> I'm a stupid idiot, and I can do what I want. Fuck you. All right. Well, maybe I won't be on TV. Damn it. Well, well, it's never gonna work out. That's fine. <laughs> Hell, do I care? As long as I got my cat. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. She's doing a little licking. Yeah, she's yeah, she's grooming herself, and then she helps out. You know, she. She grooms me. She grooms you. That's right. Yeah. She keeps that mustache in check, too. That's oh, she true. doesn't groom my mustache. No, That'd be gross. Okay, just, That'd be too oh, sexual. Okay, just the arm no, hair. Yeah. Okay, okay. She's just the yeah. arm hair. Leaves it. Okay. <laughs> no, I don't let my... Oh, no. I'd be like, oh, get away, Get kisses. away. You've gone too, not real kisses. You've gone too far this time, <laughs> kisses. <laughs> oh, she's a sweetie, though. So you shaved the mustache. I'm thinking of shaving mine. Are you? Yeah. Yeah, I shaved mine. Yeah, let's talk about that. Yeah, I got criticized for it a few uh-huh. times, but it, the times whenever it was complimented are incredibly rewarding. Yeah, yeah that's what life's all about. But those those uh, criticisms sting. Oh, like uh, stick with me. What are you trying to do? <laughs> Who do you think you are? Mustache, mustache isn't a personality. Go home. <laughs> we don't want you. I don't know. Is that is that what you heard? I got. Uh, you fit a lot of descriptions. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Man. Yeah. No, so I, t- I shaved it off, and I, now my hair's long. So my hair, this is the longest it's ever yeah. been. You look like a total hippie. Oh, I want to be a hippie. <laughs> yeah. I um, wish I could be a hippie or, or in the 60s. Or, yeah, in the 50s. Yeah. yeah the It'd 50s. be cool to be a rebel in the 50s. Mm-hmm. Now it's just pointless. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, just, yeah. Especially when you're over 40. <laughs> Oh, I'm a rebel. Oh, <laughs> look at me. I can do, I'll do what I want. <laughs> I'm going to check my phone. <laughs> oh, I feel so stupid listening to rock and roll music sometimes. <laughs> I'm still into this. Oh. I was like, man, I cried listening to a Dinosaur Jr. song today because I loved it so much when oh. I was 12. Okay. And I remember riding around in the car listening to the song water mm. it's on the album green mind and i, I was just getting ready for work you know i was listening to this song it made me think of riding in the car with my mom and let, mm. when she would let me play a tape and then i played that song she hated it but she was nice enough to let me listen to my music on the way to school good, mom. <laughs> yeah, in a tape yeah I, I had cassettes yeah we had a lot of cassettes uh, and in the car mm-hmm. actually we had a minivan yeah yeah, yeah, brothers and sisters. One older brother. Oh, yeah. So that was a lot of minivan for just a small fam. My brother liked to spread out and <laughs> yeah. lay down because I got the floor. And Y'all the lived car. there. I, we lived there, <laughs> yeah. Lie. We lived in that van. <laughs> we, I was born in a barn and we lived in a van. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're the first one to go to college? I am. I am. <laughs> oh, my brother. My brother went to college. Mm. Was he a communication major as well? No, he was some sort of business major. Well, you don't even know. Mm, yeah, <laughs> right? I don't know. Oh, I'm sure he's told me. I, I don't think it was yeah. accounting. but You didn't have a talk of like, a, hey, I don't know what I'm going to do, Kyle. Mm. Uh, what should I major in, Kyle? No, major no, in was, business. Yeah, he, I, was, I was younger. Yeah, so <laughs> he, <laughs> I, I probably would have said that, I guess. Yeah, just do some get, business. Get a job in an office. Yeah. A major in business, and then you're in. Fortune 500. Yeah. There it's you. <laughs> I can see it. Brother now. I don't know. No, no, that happened, I guess. Huh? He was, my brother was 
had trained for the Series 7, uh, the stockbroker's license. Oh, yeah. And didn't pass the exam. Uh. But his roommate worked for the same company and passed the exam. And his roommate was in the second tower that got hit on September 11th. So my brother would have been in that tower that he passed oh. the exam. So that's, so that's pretty good. That's pr- I mean, it's not it's good for the, the guy who died, but it's... Uh, no, 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 yeah. no. His roommate didn't die. His, they made it oh. out. He made it out. He was he was on a lower floor getting coffee or something oh. like that. Oh, okay. And wow. realized something was going on. Yeah. And... um. Wow, he survived it. And made it. Yeah, thankfully. Because oh. I think their office was higher up, so I don't know what, you know. But yeah. Awful day. Yeah, so much was um, made of all that, you know, that 9-11. I never forget. Yeah, I remember it. I was in basic training in the army. At the so time. you were already go. Yeah, it yeah. sounds like it from. Yeah, but we I never talked about it. Yeah, I joined the army in June of two thousand one, yeah. and then yeah. September eleventh happened, yeah. and I thought it was something that drill sergeants were making up as a training exercise. Holy cow! Yeah. And um, so I didn't really take it seriously mm. until it became clear that it was really happening probably yeah. like an hour later okay but uh, there was this hour where i was just like <laughs> these guys think they could scare me i was They're hung over hodgepodge stories yeah on a couch and yeah. my friend came in and he said kyle turn you got to turn on the news mm-hmm. i'm like thanks leave me alone yeah my sister lived in new york at the time mm. oh gosh and i called and i was like is new york under attack i gotta talk to my sister I gotta talk to my sister. I hope she's okay. She was totally fine. Good. She was on the other side of the city. But um, you know, I thought that like on that day, I thought that everything was under attack. Exactly. That we watched the news as soon as he flipped on my TV. We watched the news from for the rest of the day. We didn't go to classes if they had them. Yeah, we're a lot more vulnerable now to such an attack. I would say, and also like, all you gotta do to fuck up people's lives, like 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 in Houston, the whole city shuts down when it gets like 20 degrees once in 20 years yeah and like all the power shuts off and you know it was like there's like a normal cold snap that yeah. i'm from outside of chicago and it's a regular routine mm. to have a cold winter mm. but here we had one two days of cold weather and it, and it shut down the whole city it's like uh how do we get so vulnerable uh, and <laughs> being cheap, yeah. and, uh, you know that's what it comes down to. I mean, the, uh, building yeah. building things outside rather than covering them up just a little bit. Yeah, I mean a lot of the our yeah, you know, and then the flooding thing, is yeah. from building on the floodplains mm. and uh, and and no zoning and, yeah. and, and no environmental regulations and, and and then like just no common sense when it comes to like putting a city together. Yeah, they built build a neighborhoods too close to uh reservoirs and things like that i think yeah at times and, and now we're all super vulnerable but i guess these townhouses i mean is that why they build these townhouses is for the flooding oh i don't know is why it, they do i don't know why anybody does anything and i don't i wouldn't do anything yeah. I, if i had money i wouldn't build a townhouse I I, i'd have better thing to do with my money than build a fucking townhouse yeah i would uh, go to spain and, um, I don't know. Japan. Japan. I'd go jet setting, flying yeah. around everywhere. I don't know. I wouldn't go. You know, these millionaires who buy a stupid house that's like that's in the center of a city, you know, like a 
tear down the you know historic neighborhood and then put a like a stupid building up where they they sit there and they just look at the city they ruined going ah and then drive down the streets that are crowded <laughs> yeah, like, cars yeah. on every yeah what curb and mm-hmm. hey i don't know if i've uh I've, I've, So has improv started back up yet? It's starting. I oh, did yeah. not sign up for classes. No. But it, so that's why you up. started doing stand-up was because yes. you couldn't do improv anymore. I couldn't do improv anymore. And I've thought a lot about stand-up, had thought a lot about stand-up before the pandemic. But nonetheless, when it came on, I really started to write more and just kind of think and stand-up kind of – Punchlines. Punchlines. Well, yeah. not really punchlines, but just trying to put stories just together, effort. memories together, yeah. and things that might, and even things that were happening to me in the moment or at the moment. Yeah. That, you know, I may or may not have used. You know what I want to start you know. trying to do is like, I, I, I just write whatever comes to my head in a, a journal, a free association journal. Um, um, I just have always kind of kept one. And I was thinking of maybe like rewriting two months ago. Because you can't rewrite yesterday. Mm-hmm. You can't look at what you wrote yesterday and go, oh, here's how I would phrase everything uh, more concisely. Mm. But like, if I read uh, three pages of text from two or three months ago, I bet I could uh, figure out a way to consolidate words and, and, and I'd find lines that stick out that I could use to uh, build jokes. Mm. I just I just write stuff and never look back at it. I'm the same way. We're very yeah. similar that way. I have I do a lot of free association writing, and I mean I have hundreds of notes, and yeah, I have little notebooks like this. A whole bunch of these. I was rereading some improv class notes that I had recently because I just wanted to yeah. open one up and just read what was there. I yeah. was doing laundry, and I was like, I haven't. I always think the act of writing it is what I'm doing it for. Not not that I'm going to use it for anything. Well, it, for me, it reinforces the memory. Yeah. So it's like saying somebody's name to them before I leave a room or before mm-hmm. I l- leave the conversation or whatever. I try to say their name at least so it's somewhere in my memory, even though when I do that, it doesn't always mean I'm going to remember uh, it. But I love looking back at old journals from like 20 yeah. years ago and remembering things that I would have totally forgotten because I took because uh, I wrote down a description, a, 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 a little sketch of the events. I wish I had been keeping mine for 20 years. Mine's probably <laughs> I've only been really... I guess vigilant or di- diligent about it since. Yeah. But I didn't keep very good notes. I kept like little fragments mm. and uh, sketches that don't tell the whole truth, tell nearly the truth at all. And I remember them this way like, wow, what great journalism. No, it was. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was me. There's another. Yeah. <laughs> now, if I write the same, yeah, it's uh, totally different for sure. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not. I'm just. Um, but a lot of the free associative writing that I've been doing for years and years, I look back 20 years later, I'm still sucks. Oh. <laughs> it still it still says nothing about who I was. Yeah. It's just a bunch of words, word salad, blah, <laughs> blah, blah. Who cares, Bob? All you do is blah, 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 burbles and babbles from Bob. <laughs> it's uh, the truth. Yeah. How harshly I mean, do you judge me, your old self or your current self? Yeah. I mean, I just move forward like – with a lot of things i don't reread a lot of yeah. notes either i That's, don't yeah call it a win i should yeah. i mean I, should we should if we you're still notes? alive you're winning do they really not matter yeah nothing matters nothing it's, matters it's, nothing matters like breathing in that yeah. moment stay alive yeah and you're a winner mm. until you're dead and then you're a loser 
You're a fucking loser when you're dead. Everybody's going to read what a loser I was, too. <laughs> what a loser like you. Nobody cares what you make. You're dead. <laughs> no more. <laughs> no more. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm glad we got into all these important issues. I'm glad we did, too. I, know I don't know what we talked about. I, I don't care. I don't either. <laughs> I've had a blast. Oh, I knew yeah. this would be so much fun. Oh, God. Uh, wait, really, wait, I feel you, like we've really connected. Are you mm. looking forward to stand-up on Monday? I am. Are you going to go to Liberty Station tomorrow? Uh, I am signed up for Liberty Station on Monday. I did not make the Rudyard <gasps> list. That's okay. Yeah. Oh, I know. Uh, all right. I, yeah. No, it's not a big deal. I, I love the Rodgers. I'll sign up again next week. Okay. Um, and go to Pueblito. El Pueblito. El Pueblito. El Pueblito. Never. That's never good. Uh, <laughs> it's never been uh, good once. You know, hey. <laughs> but, uh, it's, it's, it's getting going. up there. It's oh, just yeah. getting up there. It's I mean, starting for to me, it's, I've yeah. got to just get getting practice. up there. Just it? getting up there is a big thing. Like, yeah. my, my midnight mic set last night wasn't funny. Oh, where was that? It was at Rudyard's. Oh, they had a midnight Yeah, mic? they did a midnight mic. Oh. And it wasn't, I mean, I didn't get no. much laughs. But was there anybody there? There was four guys, oh. very stylishly dressed. Yeah. And I connected with one of them, but I didn't really connect with all of them. So, you know, t and then I heard a few snickers here and there, but. What would you tell them if you, oh, okay. Let's end on a joke. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Well, I don't know. This are this is a this is like a note that I took in my notebook. Okay. And it's not a joke at all. Okay. The adults now are the kids who didn't give a fuck twenty years ago. That's right. The kids of the kids. The kids of the kids. Yeah. They were the kids that didn't give a fuck twenty years ago. You know who was also the kids who didn't give a fuck twenty years before that? The kids. Then. The rock and roll kids then. They were stupid. Oh, the kids from the early eighties. The punks. <laughs> they're the like, mohawks they're like i don't care about that mom and now they're grandparents <laughs> in this whole society it sucks we're all stupid because nobody knows how to try anything or do anything well <laughs> that's my theory okay what's it's your theory yeah let's end on one of your jokes here oh it's hard to focus it's hard to focus. <laughs> what, what do you got written in that book oh, I, just, oh. I just opened a random page mm. okay let's do one of these oops So uh, I was thinking about um, hmm. Hmm. pulley. Okay, so uh, Earth Day. Did you did you celebrate Earth Day? Yes. You know very much so. It it uh, I I'm conflicted. It's very about important Earth to me. Day. It is it is a very important day. If it were so important that we all would my get friends. Out, if it were so important, we'd get off work and get out of school yeah. and not have to do anything. No, I went I, I went to the museum. I I, oh, I try nice. every Thursday to go to. Uh, Museum, free the free day, and oh. then I, I go there and I like to to draw terrible sketches of things on the walls. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's good. That's a good idea. It's good practice. Yeah. So that was Earth Day for me. Mm. But what was Earth Day for you? Uh, I do not remember. What was that? Was Earth Day Wednesday? Thursday. Thursday. Yeah. Then I went to um, uh, the uh, Brass Tap and did that mic. So, oh, okay. I did, so I did a lot of mics you last week. I did earthful. So, yeah, so I, I was earthful. Oh. It was open. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And okay. Yeah. And what was, what was one of your jokes? Okay, so this one went a little differently. Like, I'm, I kind of came around. So I came up 
and was talking about um, the guy before me was from Bangladesh, and I came up and talked about being from Kentucky. I sound, you know, and and I sound more exotic than he did because he sounded like he's from the Midwest. He didn't have uh-huh. a, a Bangladeshi accent at all. Not that I would know exactly what one sounds like, but the region I'm somewhat familiar with. With the uh, and then talked about a friend who went to India and what to do if you're doing business in India and it, what he encourages is say you, know, you have eight items you put you, you ask how much for eight items you take two away that you want if you only want two or whatever and then you ask them how much then and then you just do the subtraction but the guy in front like so I could tell that it was, and there weren't that many people there and that's a hard you know kind of funny thing to pull off even though it's funny to me sort of thing and I asked him what he wanted me to talk about because I needed to approach him. He kind of had this energy and was already talking during people's sets. And I could tell. And so, like, he said, well, nobody wants to do math or something like that. And then he said, uh, talk about Kentucky. And so I talked about Kentucky. And as I was talking about Kentucky, he uh, he said, "Talk, tell us a racist joke or something like that. What's your most racist joke? Uh, here it comes. So okay. here it comes. Uh, what, what I did and so i had been thinking the other day about papa john papa john was fired as ceo for saying the Mm n-word in a in a conference call and uh he was the context and he does and the context of it is uh is um that colonel sanders is the person who used to say that word a lot and it doesn't affect his reputation oh and so he said the word but he should have said, and so what I kind of didn't really set up very well and then tried to hit was, you know, Colonel Sanders loves the N-word so much that he almost named it N-word fried chicken instead of Kentucky fried chicken. Well. <laughs> so, yeah, that's, yeah, that's not a joke for me. But, you know what I'm saying? And, uh, yep. And so that was just something that was on my mind that yeah. you know, came I out. I bet it wouldn't have been as, as successful, yeah. even in the 50s. Maybe no. they, they maybe it would have worked in the 50s, in, uh, in the Klan states. In a, a, they could have yeah. gotten away Deep with South. That, but yeah. Deep but I don't South. think Kentucky. I don't think people would have wanted to eat there. Yeah. They wouldn't have had Kentucky. ads on TV. Definitely mm-hmm. not. No. Or in print. No. Or, <laughs> but it just, I don't know. I guess the... Well, I'm I'm glad the civil rights era uh, accomplished everything it needed to accomplish in the '60s. That's that's we'll, we'll end on that. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad everything worked out. I am glad it worked out <laughs> as well. I'm glad it worked out for Martin Luther King. <laughs> I'm glad that we had um, I don't know nothing but great leadership since then. That you know you know I'm I'm, I'm glad that everybody's happy. And I'm, and, uh, and and I think the world is 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 is, is a pretty secure and. Uh, beautiful place it's a uh, you know we're all we're all lucky to be here and uh and 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 if something goes wrong something goes wrong for you that's your fault well that's what i say you know you know if you're suffering um tough shit and uh there's nobody who can do anything for you but you and uh i hope you die and uh, therefore like a... we are over mm. <laughs> i don't know you're can sound... we end on a better note yeah please? you're not a bootstrapper <laughs> you're not a bootstrapper <laughs> can we end on a better yeah note? <laughs> no we will certainly end on a better note than that <laughs> Where do you follow you on, Kyle? Hmm. Follow me on Instagram, Houston Kyle Clinton. Okay. And then uh, I'm on Facebook. 
Okay. Friend me on Facebook. Well, I look and forward to seeing you do more stand up, and I want, I'll go to one of your improv shows. Okay. How about that? I don't it's have a team right now. Aaron, you know, as we talked about, haven't, haven't seen him, so I don't know. Okay. He'll be wanting to get a team I'm together. I'm sure again. he'll be wanting to come out again. Mm-hmm. So. All right. Well, thanks for thanks for coming to do the podcast, Kyle. Thank you, Bob. I'm very grateful. Appreciate oh. it. Well, all right.